0: Hi, I'm Craig Marshall, and I want to remind you that the Karen Discipleship Podcast is for you, the listener. If you have a question for Dave Harvey, Tim Challies, Zach Eswine, or any of the speakers for the upcoming 2018 Summer Institute, let us know and we'll see if we can ask them for you. You can submit your questions using the form on the podcast page at ibcd.org slash cdcpodcast, or by using the Submit a Question feature in the IBCD Resource app. With us today is Shannon McCoy. Shannon is a biblical counselor. She writes on various biblical counseling topics and is also a speaker and has spoken with us at the Summer Institute. Well, Shannon, I've been looking forward to talking with you for a while. We used to get to talk at IBCD on Monday nights when we had counseling there, but that stopped a little while ago. So it's been a while, but I thought for our listeners, it'd be great to let them know a little bit about who you are and then also how you got into biblical counseling.
1: Well, it uh, goes way back to the 90s when I was thinking about counseling my my secular career. I am a cytotechnologist. I screen pat smears. I screen, uh, like I look for breast cancer, thyroid cancer under a glass light micro- in a microscope. So that's my day job. So, so you so, do
0: that all day long though, looking under a microscope? Yes, I okay. do that
1: all day, all day long and it's a great career for me because it's it adds flexibility so i have a daughter who's 19 now but when she was younger i could fix my schedule i could fix my schedule to come here Mm -hmm. so that works so doing that during that full time back in the 90s the lord was getting my attention about ministry and about counseling in particular because a lot of women would just come up and talk and i wanted to find or know the biblical answer to their issues I was doing some research and came across John McArthur's uh, program at the master's college at the time is now the master's university, Mm. but he was bringing in biblical counseling. So over the years I kept thinking about it, kept praying about it. Then an opportunity came where I was able to leave where I grew up in South Carolina, all the way to California and get into that program. So I got a master's in biblical counseling. And from that, uh came, you know, Elise Fitzpatrick with her Women's Discipling Women conference. I was a part of that. And I was a part of her book, Women Counseling Women. I think it's the one with the blue cover. I uh wrote a chapter in there. And I also worked with Paul Tauches, who's an editor of the help booklets. Mm-hmm. So I did that, help I'm a slave to food, and uh ended up at Valley Center Community Church in Counseling there. And that, that's how I got into it.
0: Yeah, wow. So you just, from talking with women, from hearing the struggles that they had, you had a desire to have biblical answers for them?
1: Yes, yes. Just had a heart to minister to women.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: what you know, just, you know, women, you're just trapped in their emotions and they need a way to process that biblically, you know, to overcome their issues. So,
0: and so did you work full-time while doing the master's program as well? Or how no, did that work out?
1: I quit my job. Okay. Packed up my I had gone through a divorce. And it was like three years later
0: mm-hmm.
1: where I was asking the Lord, What do you want me to do? You know, I'm here. It's life is different now. Where do you want me to go? And that desire just stayed there and thought about the masters college, yeah. which was what, three thousand miles away. So it was a, a total leap of faith to pack up everything, quit my job, and come to Southern California.
0: Shannon, one of the things that you've talked about is instant gratification, and especially thinking about that, I guess, through the context of helping women in particular. And I'd, I'd love to talk to you more about that, and so that's part of why we're here. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what instant gratification is help us think through that. All
1: right. Get ready to get your toes stepped on. Yeah. Because I think we all struggle with instant gratification. It's uh, basically satisfying a desire immediately without delay or deferment. And it's the opposite of waiting. We want things instantly. Our culture feeds this with our cell phones, our tablets, with the internet, with Google, with Amazon Prime. Yeah. It's everything is instant. And for some reason, We get frustrated when our package doesn't come sooner. We don't get the two-day, you know, delivery Mm -hmm. or the shipping. With that concept, it feeds into our Christian life, and that's where the trouble really is because then we're talking about praying and waiting on God when we don't want to do that. If we pray, we may give God "Hmm, three days. I'll give God three days to answer this, this prayer request. If not, I will take matters into my own hand. That's how we get into financial trouble, get into relationships we shouldn't be in or get involved in, you know, businesses we shouldn't get involved in because we want that immediate gratification of accomplishing something or getting what we want. So that's instant gratification.
0: Yeah. As you prepared this talk and as you were even just thinking about this concept, was it really convicting for you in your own life?
1: Ouch. Yes, it was. When you wake up in the morning and the first thing you do is grab this phone and you're checking your email or whatever, you know, that's not (laughs) good. We're just so drawn to, I need to know who's emailing me or did someone email me back? Did they reply looking for that text message? When we need to get before the Lord, the first thing in the morning, before we get going with checking all those outside things, those are just, it will definitely distract us away. So like having a counselee come in with a problem we know that they are desperate they want an answer now they want you to fix their problem right now Mm -hmm. that's not how it works but that's the expectation and even as counselors we want to fix their problem quickly too right but we know that that does not work we have to sit down and do the tedious work or process of seeing where their hearts are pulling out those heart issues that takes time And, uh, going through the word and, and seeing how God speaks to that issue, you know? So, Mm -hmm. yeah.
0: So there's this whole way of life that our society has that we're often caught up in. And then we kind of translate that way of thinking into the things of God as well and bring those expectations to the table. Right. Right. Um, and so that's, I think it's helpful to think about as we're seeking to help people realizing, um, they probably have unrealistic expectations Absolutely. of how the things of god work so if instant gratification is this problematic thing or can become this problematic thing what's the opposite of that or how how is god working that's different than that
1: well we know looking through scripture the disciples or the other people in in the scriptures and in the stories when they came to god we know that they wanted instant gratification And when they didn't get it, we saw what happened when they tried to get it for themselves. It just didn't work out. So we see where, for instance, let's take Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Be anxious for nothing, but in all things by prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known to God. God. I'm just trying to pull that off my head. so. So with that situation, we're anxious about something. If there's some financial situation or the relationship, you know, like, Husbands want a quick fix with their wives. My wife is acting crazy. Can you fix her? Or, you know, and and so they come in anxious and wanting something to happen very quickly. And they get frustrated when we take out our Bibles. Let's pray. They don't like that delayed gratification. So that is throughout the scriptures. When you read how God operates, it's a delayed gratification. And my definition of delayed gratification is resisting the temptation of instant gratification. So you're resisting the temptation and the most difficult, is the most difficult challenge of the Christian life. And we know that Jesus himself is our example. And he demonstrated that delayed gratification by resisting the temptations when he was in the wilderness, when he was coming out into ministry and Satan was waiting for him right there and just tried to tempt him in so many ways. And Jesus exercised delayed gratification because his time wasn't, Yet to to really reveal all of who he was in that moment, God had a plan to unfold everything. So he's our example of living a delayed, mm-hmm. gratifying life.
0: What are some ways as you're um, interacting with women, what are some of the ways you see or, or the areas that this intersects with their lives and the problems that they're having? Um, I mean, it's it's this all-encompassing thing, right? It, it is. But a lot of times it's manifesting itself in the particular struggles what are ways you see them coming to you about those things
1: it's a lot of things i could say let's just say financial for instance the husband lost his job and she's a stay-at-home mom and things are getting tight because they live in southern california which is so expensive yeah so of course there's anxiety there but that anxiety is causing problems in their relationships. There's, they're, more, they're arguing more. There's anger. There's bitterness. There's frustration. There's this need to do something and do something fast. They come in and they say, I've been praying, but nothing's happening. God's not doing anything. But we have to go back to Philippians 4 and being anxious for nothing. That is a command. You know, it's a sin to just dwell in your anxiety So first they have to get to the point where they understand that, okay, I'm sinning. So I know the right thing to do, which is stop, (laughs) like stop it. But I can't, I've been praying and I can't do it. But we go through the process of if there's a sin, what do you do? Our part is to repent of that sin. And once we repent of that sin, God's part is to offer that forgiveness. And this is where we get stuck because we we don't go to repentance, and we don't think of receiving God's forgiveness of this anxiety of this sin, so we have to take them there, and then once they get there and they really appreciate the forgiveness of God, then you can go on to be thankful and that part that's in that we skipped that part too in Philippians four six and seven being just for nothing pray and with supplication with thanksgiving it's like why are we being thankful for this difficult financial situation god is not helping me but you thank him because of who he is because of the gospel of jesus christ we can we can't live this life on our own so we have him to live our lives uh, to help us live our lives and to not be anxious to trust him so we put off anxiety and we put on this trust in jesus christ knowing that he is a god who will provide So maybe there's some things that God will reveal in her heart that she needs to take care of. And definitely eventually her husband, if they come in for marriage counseling and in that process, God works and you don't know how he's going to fix the problem, but your heart being transformed will bring you that peace that he promises that's in that's later on in Philippians four. And through that, you can see clearly God will give you wisdom and what the next step will be so you're not worried and you're trying to do it yourself so that's kind of a Mm -hmm. process so
0: a lot of it's zooming out and helping them to see this overall process that god is working not just getting to the end result but seeing his goodness in the midst of that process yeah so it sounds like a lot of this boils down to faith in god's process and faith in the gratification that he will bring um, and we probably have a small view of the gratification that he will bring. So how, what are some ways that you help women refocus from the thing that they want to the process and the gratification he brings?
1: Right. The key word that you said is faith. Mm. And that's hard for us because we're, we live in a culture that teaches us to, you know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You go out and you, you know, take what you need. You know, we wake up in the morning running off to do what we need to do with our resources. So when things aren't happening, God, the prayer's not coming, we get anxious. But it does require faith in Jesus Christ because Galatians 2.20 tells us where our faith needs to be. And it says, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself me. I love this passage. I call it actually my life's verse. I have it in my, written in my Bible, in the front of my Bible, because you have to be reminded that our lives do not belong to us anymore. A counselee, a wife coming in with that anxiety, she has a picture of how her life is supposed to be. And she would tell herself, this is not what I signed up for. This is not where I thought it would be at this point in my life. This doesn't supposed to happen. I go to church. I pray. I, you know, my whole list. Why is God allowing this to happen? And we have to remember that our lives do not belong to us. When we became Christians, we surrendered that life. And he is, he has a purpose and a plan for our lives. And one hard thing that we have to understand is that God does allow difficult things to happen to the children that he loves, you know? Mm -hmm. He does allow difficult things to happen. It's not to, you know, to destroy us or to cause us to be in despair. But he uses every circumstance for his glory. He uses it to transform us into the image of Jesus Christ, that he's always working in that way. So a difficult situation like the finances, she has to understand that God is using this in your life to bring him glory and to, to edify you, to grow you into the image of Jesus Christ. You have to trust. You have to put your faith in him and trust that he knows what he's doing.
0: So some of, some of the delayed gratification part of it is not only trusting those truths that we know about God or we give lip service to, right. but actually applying those to the very timing of how we're going to see that unfold.
1: Right. So what I'd like to think about what, how her mind has to change uh, or to be renewed is that we have to think about there's God's will, there's God's way, and God's timing. And we have to submit to that. That's the I've been crucified with Christ concept. So, what God's will is, she may not know in this circumstance that she has to trust God in. And God's way, God has a way of navigating us through this life. We have our way, but when we're surrendered to Christ, we have to go His way and trust His way and then His timing. Mm-hmm. It may be six months they're in that hole. It could be a year. It's like, well, he hasn't, he's been applying for jobs and he hasn't found one. It's been three years. We don't know God's timing, but we still have to trust him through that. And that actually brings peace we know that a sovereign God who loves us has control over our lives.
0: That's great. God's will, God's way, God's timing. I think those are great buckets to think about. I, I think in terms of categories, bucketsism Right. <laughs> working with people. And so, okay, God's will. That's intersecting with these things of his sovereign plan. So much we don't know about that. Right. But God's way, another way of saying that's his moral will, what he's revealed in scriptures, that that is clear or there are clear things about it. There are wisdom parts that we have to work out. Right. And then God's timing, that's something where we just, it's one step at a time and it unfolds. Right. So the only thing we have control of is seeking to please him by walking according to his way. And that's what we can focus on, right? Yep. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Care and Discipleship Podcast. For more information about this episode or to submit a question for a future podcast, visit ibcd.org slash cdcpodcast. That's ibcd.org slash cdcpodcast.